0: Welcome back, everybody, to another long-anticipated episode of The Weekly Wilson. You may have thought you got rid of us, but we're still here. I am your disheveled host, Brian Wilson. And I am your previously damp-but-now-dry host, Jay Wilson. Nice. That's all to say that I didn't shower after my... (laughs) Okay. You can email the pod at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com... And this is our show. We're getting into it now. I'm disheveled, Jay. Why? M- many reasons. So, um, well, where do I want to start? Wait, should we, before missed... you start, should we say welcome to season two? Season two? Why? Is this season yeah. two now? Well, we had the break. We did have a break. <laughs> made, I feel like that was a mid-season break, though. Okay, yeah. So we're gonna have the yeah. second 40-episode season. <laughs> yeah for 2021 and then we'll start a new season in 2022 i was thinking okay that's fair but really it's all just going to be one season i like it okay (laughs) it's really one overarching story yeah it's divided into chapters but you're disheveled brian i'm disheveled um it all started long ago right here (laughs) The reason I feel like we need to go into the reasons we missed a bunch of weeks because we always have reasons, valid mm. or not, doesn't matter. Um, so what first week was I was in Colorado. Yes, but yes, yeah, I was but. equally to blame for that week I think. Okay. Anyways, Sydney and I went to Colorado to visit our friend Hannah. Um, the flights were terrible they got (laughs) delayed both the flight out and the flight back both got delayed by at least a day like canceled and rebooked for the next day so we did have to sleep in the dallas airport on our way back um so that was unfortunate they didn't offer lodging um well everybody's flights got canceled so all the hotels were completely full oh i heard about that why did everyone's flights get canceled i heard it was on sunday there was some storm in dallas so all the flights were grounded And then they, we were supposed to fly back on Monday, I think, but then they were still playing catch up from when everything got grounded on Sunday. And it was even worse because the airlines laid off a bunch of people during COVID. And then now that people are traveling more, they've like amped up their flight schedules, but haven't had enough time to hire people back. So they're like understaffed. And um, I've heard a lot of flights only have one wing now. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. Just a dorsal fin. <laughs> um, but our flight from Dallas that got canceled was even more ridiculous because um, it was delayed, delayed, delayed. We all got on the plane. Um, the plane, like, or no, this one didn't back out. Oh, man, maybe I should just go into all of this because it's ridiculous. Okay. So the flight in Wilmington. Um, got delayed a couple times, and then we finally got on the plane. Plane backs out, goes out to the runway, and then we're, like, sitting on the runway about to launch, Mm -hmm. and they say, eh, the weather's pretty bad in Atlanta, we're actually gonna go back to the gate and wait this one out. And we're like, what? My man. (laughs) So we drove back to the gate, all got off the plane, and then eventually they were like, eh, flight's canceled, sorry. So (laughs) then we had to rebook for the next day. Um, Shout out to Justin, who drove us to the airport at 5 p.m., home from the airport at like 10 p.m., and then back to the airport at 6 a.m. the next morning. (laughs) Oh, Justin. (laughs) We bought him dinner on the way back the first time. So that was on the way out. On the way back for Dallas, it was just getting delayed, delayed, delayed. And then they're finally like, all right, we're going to do it. We all got on the plane. And then we're sitting on the plane, and then they come on the intercom, and they're like, hey, one of our flight attendants is over the legal amount of hours she's allowed to work, so it's illegal for all of us to be on the plane here with her. So, uh, everyone needs to deboard the plane. And I was like, it's illegal to be on a plane without a flight attendant parked at the gate? Is this a real law? That's Hey, they have an instrumental... If you don't get small pretzels... Everything could come apart at the seams. That's what I'm saying. They're like, I'm like, I realize you're trying to get a new flight attendant, but do we really have to get off while you get that new flight attendant? I'm like, I'm gonna be okay doing my Sudoku for another 20 minutes. (laughs) It's like, perhaps we could educate the pilots to do the two-finger gesture at the exits. Heck, I'll get up and do it. I've seen it enough times. Yeah. So then we all get off the plane. (laughs) And it's like do we really wait? Hold up! Do we really need that much instruction for like how to be vaporized upon impact if this thing goes <laughs> down? <laughs> like, well, I mean, okay. the guy from uh, uh, what song is that? It's a weird Al song. He survived because he had his tray table up and his seat back in the full upright position. Oh yeah, do you know that song? Yeah, I do. It's Albuquerque. Um, Albuquerque. Yeah, but. Actually, I think it is inaccurate to say that you get vaporized upon impact, because what I've heard is that most people survive plane crashes, and then really? they die after the fact, yeah. Because you don't know what to do, like, you're just like, oh, I'm just going to sit here because the the plane crashed, but then the plane catches on fire. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Alright, so if I'm ever in a plane crash, step one is get off the plane. Step one is do something. <laughs> just start. like, Like a backflip? Yeah. Hey, it would be more productive than sitting in your seat. All right. Where was I? I um, think you were talking about Albuquerque? Yeah, so flight attendant, uh, we all had to get off the plane. Yeah. And we're waiting in the gate for our new flight attendant to get there. And we're waiting and waiting and waiting. And then finally, the gate agents are like, screw it, flight's canceled and they leave. <laughs> and oh, like, wow. We're like, well, that's unfortunate. Literally, like, 30 seconds later our new flight attendant shows up at the gate. And she's like, what's going on? And we're like, the gate agents just left. They told us the flight was canceled because we couldn't find another flight attendant. And she's like, I'm the other flight attendant. She's like, they just canceled the flight I was on to bring me over here to do this flight. (laughs) And we're like, what? So then everyone's pissed, but then... Wait, how's um, canceling one flight to save another flight fix the problem that a flight is canceled? I don't know. I'm not an airline... I'm not going to question their logistics, but shout out to this flight attendant because her and the pilot then went to chase down the gate agents to be like, hey, uncancel the flight, we're all here. Wait, you can uncancel flights? That's crazy. Well, I don't think you can because they didn't, <laughs> or or the gate agents just sucked, um, because I'm sure that flight attendant and the pilot, like, maybe they lived in Wilmington and were like, hey, man, we want to go home too. Yeah. You know how we were talking about how we ask why a lot? Yeah. I feel like airports are full of unasked whys. Yeah. Well, it's like, yeah. I've closed the door, we're legally not allowed to let you in at this point. She's like, why is this door more illegal than any other door in my life? I know. <laughs> like, the plane's still there. I can see it. I know. It. You have to think the rules were made... It's almost one of those things where it's like, the rule doesn't really have a reason outside of we have to draw a line in the sand. Okay, but like... There's a difference between drawing a line and, like, creating a freaking latticework jungle gym of lines in front of you <laughs> and the transportation <laughs> method. Because, like, okay, planes are akin to just really fast, expensive buses at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, flight is not a new thing. We all know. I've, I've thought the exact same thing before, actually. Yeah. Like, we all know about planes now. We're all down with planes. We got mm-hmm. this, guys. On lock. But, for some reason, it's like. Like, you can chase down a bus as it's starting to drive away and be like, hey, wait, no, let me get on. Yeah. Which, like, riding the bus is a much less, is a much smaller deal than getting on a plane. But, it's like, they're gonna sit right there for 30 minutes, but I've already closed this door, so, sorry, dog. <laughs> yeah, I know. Which, I don't know. I feel like there's probably some logistic reason. Like, maybe something to do with, I don't know, maybe once they close the door, then they also close the door on the plane, and maybe that has a big process to open it. Or, like, they start going through the safety measures, and, like, legally you have to hear the safety measures, and it's like, oh, sorry, guys, another person showed up, I gotta start my spiel over now. Yeah. But I do agree with you, like, and it's like, if we let one person in past the time we say that we open the door, then we're gonna have to, like, I don't know. Yeah. It, op- it opens up a big gray area, and they don't want any gray maybe that's my justification i'm just playing devil's advocate um so long story short we did not get to fly out then we started looking for hotels because i'm like i have points oh we can get a hotel room no big deal Mm -hmm. um all the hotels are completely full um and i also realized it becomes increasingly difficult to book a hotel for that night after midnight because then it's the next day so when you're like you're going through the booking apps, they're like, you can't book a hotel for yesterday. And I'm uh, like, well, so then at that point I just gave up and I was like, Sydney, we're sleeping here. I'm sorry. And then, oh man. I saw dude, you both have camping pillows now. Yeah, we use the inflatable pillows. Those are pretty clutch. Love I wish those. I would have had a long sleeve shirt or a blanket because this is not the first time in my life I've made the mistake of only packing tank tops when I go on vacation. Oh, Brian. <laughs> Because I'm like, it's going to be hot, why do I need a jacket? But also, I feel like you just never acknowledge the fact that other top half garments are nice to wear. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I I feel like we're very diametrically opposed on, I love t-shirts and you love tank tops. Yeah. I don't know, just when I wear a t-shirt, I'm like, I don't know, I could be wearing a tank top. But I almost feel the same way, relaxing in a tank top, as I do trying to relax in belted shorts. (laughs) <laughs> okay, it's like I got two Fair belts enough. going over my shoulders. <laughs> no, well, I actually have adopted to, or adapted to uh, just relaxing in suspenders, <laughs> but also wearing a belt yes. over the suspenders for fashion. For, <laughs> for fashion. fashion. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I slept in the airport, had to fly back. That's kind of the conclusion of that story. Nice. Um, so that made me feel disheveled like a week ago, but I'm disheveled now still. Yeah, um, so that was, so I think that was about the time, was that the beginning of the month? Um, <laughs> We're both shoving calories into our face during this podcast. <laughs> yeah. I had a whole over-easy egg in one bite earlier, I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> I saw what was happening, but I just decided not to question it. You were just like, he's in the zone, I gotta let him do his thing. Yeah. Um, my smoothie is actually one of the reasons I'm disheveled. Okay. <laughs> because um, this past weekend, I'm going to skip. This is going to be like one of those books you read where you don't know what to- what point you are in the timeline and you just get really confused. So we're disregarding my question. Was that the beginning of the month? Because that was when I was moving in as well. Yes. Okay, that so. was July, shifting into August. Yeah, so podcast did not stand a chance that weekend. No, not at all. I didn't um, have electricity. <laughs> <laughs> Just walking around with a gas lamp. It was was not no Wi-Fi. I had no electricity. There was one point where I got back from a run at 9.30 p.m., and I was like, I don't have a flashlight, I hope the house is unlocked, but also, I'm gonna have to, like, have divine intervention to find my phone, because (laughs) it is pitch black and I live in a basement. (laughs) Dude. And I found it first try. I walked in, walked immediately over to where my phone was. I walked in, stuck my hand out into the ether, and there it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like a bag of holding.
1: So but, you were living, like,
0: 1700s lifestyle, basically. Yeah, and to be fair, that night there was a <laughs> secondary location that I could go to to have electricity and gas. No, you're never you're never supposed to go to a secondary location. No, I've heard from John <laughs> Um You want it? Go get it. You're um, not getting me to know secondary. <laughs> anyway. Any eggs. Um... I, so it was just a matter of me getting the necessary components for me to survive for one evening and then getting Mm -hmm. out of the house, but if I couldn't find my phone, I don't know what I (laughs) would have (laughs) done, I I needed some source of light, (laughs) I know but, like I said, you were living in like the 1700s where you had to find your phone in the dark. Oh, I didn't even catch that. Even. <laughs> where everything was just dark all the time for a century. The funny thing is, is, as you said that, I could tell that you thought it was really funny, but I didn't. Re- a joke did not register in my brain. And I was like, man, Brian really was feeling himself on that 1700s <laughs> remark. At first I thought it was good, but then I realized how stupid it was. No, that's right up <laughs> my alley. I just missed it. Um, yeah. But, oh, can I just, side note, speaking of dumb jokes, mm-hmm. I said the intense joke. Oh, golden. Yeah, so somebody says something's intense, and then you just offhandedly say, oh, like camping. And yeah. then, because camping is intense. Yeah. Um, oh, thanks but, for clearing that up. <laughs> no, I cleared up because I said it, and it was like a 45 second time delay fuse on that joke. because. No. Camping is considered by many to be an intense activity, mm. so that's what they were going off of, but then eventually I hammered home the point, no guys, in tents, and then we were all uh. under the influence, so that joke leveled the room after that. It oh was man. <laughs> groans, laughs, tears, rage, <laughs> a full spectrum of human experience. <laughs> um... But all from one joke. Yeah, it was the first time that joke had been unexpected in a long time. Usually nice. it's uh it's just a commonly heard joke, but I was very excited by mm-hmm. the reaction I got. That's always fun when we make a joke that we think is so commonplace and then other people are just like, Whoa. That's the beauty of saying all your jokes all the time. Yeah. Someone's <laughs> gonna find something new eventually. Yeah. Oh but, man, where was I? Were you in the My middle smoothie? of something? I was talking about how my smoothie is disheveling me. Okay, yeah. Um, so this past week ish weekend. This story of the was, smoothie starts a week ago. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a ride. Oh jeez. <laughs> well, well um when did Taylor get here? Wednesday? Taylor's involved. Thursday, <laughs> yeah. Um, Taylor was in town with Elijah and she brought a mysterious looking smoothie. Yeah, <laughs> but no, over the past few days, we've as a family, we've gone through a lot of peanut butter, ah. um, and a lot of bananas. Um, what I'm getting at is most of the trademark ingredients of my peanut butter banana smoothie <laughs> have gone to the wayside. All we have is lime peels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, we do have frozen bananas, so I was able to use those, but uh we were at a peanut butter which is also a huge part and i usually the don't background. use frozen bananas uh, and every time i use frozen bananas it just completely throws me off of how to judge the consistency of the smoothie so anyways frozen bananas i use that peanut butter powder stuff pb2 yeah instead of peanut butter and then i also use protein and cinnamon and i got to a point where i was like this smoothie is just like frozen bananas and then like a pile of dust Between the PB2, the protein powder, and the cinnamon, I was like, this is a lot of dust going into this smoothie. Yeah. And I missed the mark. It is terrible. I don't know what I did wrong. (laughs) Like, bad flavors or not of moisture? It just... It's a good consistency, but it just doesn't taste that great. Hmm. Interesting. Ugh. Yeah, those smoothies where you just have to get a big gulp and... Well, we talked a lot about... um, bad smoothie drinking strategy via the, uh, via the, uh, <laughs> um, via the lime peel smoothie. Um, yeah, yeah, we've been there, but yeah, so no need to dive back in mm-hmm. to those, uh, pleasant memories, but I've had, I, I, I kind of want to jump into what I've been doing, I'm still. There's so many other reasons I'm disheveled, Jay. Well, Brian, you spent too <laughs> long on the smoothie, and I also lived three weeks. So. Okay, can I can I beeline through this last reason though?
1: <laughs>
0: yes. Uh, can okay, you, so can another you, reason is <laughs> I'm facing. <laughs> just just to put it in perspective, we've not <laughs> talked for about oh nigh on a month, and it has been airport story, equal part airport and then one smoothie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll get but we're only 20 minutes in. Like, I've only yeah, we're spent a great time. Like 8 minutes on each story. I feel like 8 minutes a story is good. So my laptop is at a slightly different angle than it usually is, Jay. <laughs> Cuz I didn't feel like moving my work laptop. I don't know why I chose this setup, but I did. And yeah. so that's a little bit disheveling on its own, but then also my computer is on the other side of my external monitor. Mm-hmm. But I didn't change the settings, I've done this to myself, so to get to my external monitor, rather than intuitively going off one side of the screen, I have to round the corner. Okay. <laughs> round the bend. So that's throwing me off. And then also my video for this podcast, as I've already told you and sent you a picture. Yeah. You, you say it looks good to you, but to me it looks like someone's recording one quarter, using one quarter of my camera to record it like VHS quality. So I'm just yes. seeing like the top right corner of my head. And I'm getting 100% normal video feed, yeah. which is interesting. So I'll have to troubleshoot that later. I think it's due to the fact that I replaced the hard drive in my computer over uh-huh. the past three weeks, which was a whole nother debacle and that I won't go into. Listen to that bad boy purr. <laughs> <laughs> so we're still working out a few of the kinks. <laughs> but it is working. That's another reason we couldn't record over the past couple weeks. Um, yeah. Because my l- kind of... Somebody texted me and said, "Hey, why not the Weekly Wilson this week? You guys are slipping." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Brian's laptop killed itself." Yeah, I th- is that what I told you? I don't know if that's what you told me, but that's what I reported to the to the listeners. It basically did. So I got this uh, new hard drive, a solid state drive, to ramp up my speeds and stuff. I don't really know. And Big computer uh, guy. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> I looked up a bunch of videos on YouTube, read a bunch of forums, and basically the process comes down to plug in the new hard drive, clone your drive, and then take out the old hard drive, put in the new hard drive, and your computer will be exactly as it was, but faster. And I was like, sounds great, sign me up. So I clone my old hard drive to my new hard drive, and then evil hard drive. (laughs) Then both hard drives ceased working. Nice. Don't know how or why, but that's what happened. And then basically I went through a lot of other processes, had to end up wiping both hard drives, so I lost all of my stuff. I had, like, my files backed up on other stuff, but, like, all my programs, all my (laughs) illegally downloaded programs that I've acquired over the years, gone. I'm gonna have to start from scratch. That's a bummer. I know. But, um basically the process i tried a bunch of different things bunch of different methods troubleshooting for days and then it ended up coming down to um i cloned my old hard drive onto my new hard drive and then plugged it in and it worked oh nice so not really sure what went wrong the first time but uh (laughs) yeah Um, we're here now speaking of computer stuff I recently had a conversation with uh, one of my, um, from time to time roommates, but consistently friend. Mm -hmm. Um, She is a computer science major, I believe. And similar levels of goofiness and like, um, just like silliness as a Wilson, Mm -hmm. I would say. Yeah. Um, But then also just like a savant at computer science. Oh, nice. So, we were talking a lot about well, we kept breaking down the levels of, like, how computers even work. Because I was okay. always can com- like, confused about that. Because, you know, we have a lot of com- complex interfaces. but then you break that down. Oh, there's, like, a coding language behind that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what's behind that? Oh, there's, like, what was it? There, what's, there's some name a, for the... A compiler? Yeah, a compiler. And then I'm like, okay, well, what's behind a compiler? And then, because there's something behind it. Because yeah. the only thing a computer knows is zeros and ones. So we were talking yeah. a lot about that. Yeah, there's yeah, a there's, lot of layers. Yeah, but then she was saying, "Oh, dude, don't even get me started on how the internet works." And oh, I was like, "How does the internet work?" And she said, "Well, have you ever just wondered why there's fiber optic cables for everything? Because those are passing light through." And yeah, how that becomes the internet, who who knows? <laughs> 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 and then it's a bunch of flashing lights traveling around the world. Yeah, and she said. Uh, We didn't get into it too much past that, but she was saying, yeah, just to put it in perspective of, like, how much you might not know about how the internet works, for our internet to talk to Europe's internet, there are literally cables running from here to Europe. Yeah. It's Um, all connected somehow. That is bonkers, because we think the internet's this, like, high-tech, oh, it's all in the cloud. It's like, no, there's cloud stuff around, but to talk to each other, like, the way we do, there, at some point, is a wired connection. Yeah, there are um, fiber optic cables lying at the bottom of the ocean. ocean yeah. ocean fiber optic cables. <laughs> that is bonkers to me. I know. Like, at what point did we as a society decide, yeah, this is worth it. We're yeah. going gonna to run a wire <laughs> from here <laughs> to Europe. Well, what's more bonkers is think about back in the days before internet or phones or anything, we ran telegraph wires from here to Europe. I did not even think about that. Yeah. Where are those? At the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> and th- those work underwater? I mean, I guess. <laughs> Someone did it. But, goodness <laughs> What great. if there was, like, one guy, like, running the boat that's r- laying the telegram wire? I don't know how long that would take. I imagine a while. Yeah. And then he just finishes it. Like decades later, I know that's an exaggeration, but then yeah. they're like, "All right," and he's okay. Picture this: he's tasked with the sole purpose of running this cable. Yeah. He gets on his boat, and is running this cable for decades. is only on this boat and does not have communication with the outside world. Yeah. Gets to the other side, and then they're talking about the internet and how they have to run another cable. <laughs> Damn it! He's like, I could have run too. <laughs> like he gets there and then they the first telegrapher that he gets is like hey we got phones now. <laughs> yeah. We don't need the telegraph cable anymore. You can come back. <laughs> M- message sent like 3 years ago. Sent you or then no right after that is like hyphen get outlook for iOS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like are you kidding me? <laughs> oh man. And it's like, by the way, on the way back, you can just roll up that cable. (laughs) 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 Um, Oh, boy. But... I had one last reason I was disheveled. I forget what it was. Memory issues? It might have had... Yeah. It might have had something to do with cables. Mm. But that's okay. You can talk about your own life now. Jeez, well, as I was considering the fact that we haven't, like, updated anything for, like, three weeks, it feels like you know, I don't know, doing a podcast gives you a certain sense of Mm self-importance that is completely unfounded and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) understood so then I'm sitting there, and in my head, oh, we've missed out on like, approximately three to four hours of talking about ourselves Yeah, there must be a lot to talk about but there really still is not that much crucial information to convey Um, I don't know I'm like, oh, I have three weeks of stuff to talk about. I can just squish this down into how much I usually talk about one week. Yeah. I'll just leave out all the unimportant stuff. Yeah, but uh, I basically, all I did was move from Atlanta back to Cincinnati. Um, it was very dynamic at the start because I, uh, I was going to move up Saturday mm-hmm. um, when I was allowed to move into my house when my lease started. A logical move seems reasonable Um, but then i was informed that out of town friends were congregating at a mutual house on friday eve
1: Friday so so thursday
0: no friday evening i abbreviated evening to (laughs) (laughs) eve i can see how you (laughs) i can see how you might have been confused Um, I'm, i'm there now i'm with you but so i was like well looks like i gotta come up on friday so i get I think I actually didn't even make it by Friday. It was past midnight. So. Okay. Very beginning of Saturday. I roll up. All my friends are already inebriated. And I really had to rally, rally the drunk troops to help me unload everything from the backseat of my car. Because I had moved all <laughs> of my possessions. Yeah. Um, so that was Wait, fun. but this was not your house? No. I couldn't get into my house because your lease didn't start till Saturday. So you were unloading all your stuff into a house that wasn't yours. Just the stuff in my back seat. I was able to pack most of it into the trunk. I actually, okay. I packed that car better than I've packed any car before in my life. Oh, you're starting I made some, to acquire your dad powers. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I, uh, I made some key decisions early on that were different from my normal strategy. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it really paid off. Because usually, I feel like the general uh, ethos uh, that's problem that's almost certainly not the right word of use of the word ethos (laughs) um the general um strategy used is okay you do like the the boxes the flat edged things first and then you pack in the squishy things around them Mm -hmm. i say nerds to that (laughs) oh wow in my head i was thinking i really went beautiful mind here i was the numbers were glowing on the window i thought Mm -hmm. cars are weird shapes
1: so yeah. why
0: am I trying why am I assuming that a box is going to fit perfectly in there as the first item? It isn't. Okay. I want to create a bed of squishy material to fill in all the nooks and crannies of the weird shape of the car and then put in the boxes which can deform the squishy materials. You Interesting. Know? So I put in my duffel bags full of clothes into the back seat just across the seat. A ludicrous idea for a first item, yeah, ludicrous, ludicrous. And then, did, did you use the footwell? Oh, I used the footwell, Brian. There was, there was a prime fit. I should have taken a picture <laughs> behind one of the seats. I fit, fit a milk crate, but then there was like approximately a nine-inch gap until the center console, the back of the center console, because we're in the back seat uh-huh. now. And it, so it was a like a nine-inch wide gap, but then also the length from the passenger seat to the back seat so it was a weird yeah. rectangle I had a box the prime dimensions to fill that space you could not fit a sheet of paper in between these boxes Oh man. and it was the most satisfying thing but look all to say I packed the back seat with a bunch of large items that were easily moved so it wasn't a lot of like holding one thing in each hand it was mm-hmm. like, grab a box move in and I, yeah. so I I packed the car knowing that the back seat was gonna be unloaded rapidly Okay. Um, because you didn't want to leave the stuff in your car and lift in yeah. Clifton overnight. Yeah. So I, uh, I so I came in early and then it was just a flurry of trying to move in over the weekend. We didn't have gas or electricity, but then we were slowly like accruing different um, utilities as we were there for and more days. This is just cuz they weren't turned on yet. Yeah, there was confusion. It was it was partially us and partially just the situation being fraught. Because we were kind of being dragged around on when we were actually able to move in. Mm. And then all the utility companies would ask, well, when are you guys moving in? And we would say, we don't know. (laughs) So. Interesting. Yeah, so it was a bit of a dicey situation. But luckily, Cincinnati um, provides because we all kind of had places that we could go. um, In the words of Kyle, if you rely on the streets, the streets will provide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were able to make it through that, and now we have a fully functioning house, and it's, all is good now. But that was the first weekend of not being able to do anything for me. Then, mm-hmm. after five days of being in Cincinnati, I actually decided to seize an opportunity. Um, I heard Tommy was driving back to the homeland from Columbus. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I don't want to make the whole drive alone, I want to go home before school starts because I don't know if I'll have a chance while school's in session. So mm-hmm. I drove up to Columbus, picked up Tommy, and then we went back to home for four days. Nice. Yeah. Um, when I stopped in Columbus, he had already prepared uh, eggplant parmesan. Ooh, baby. It was the best, I perhaps the only eggplant parmesan I've ever had. Um, Did Sydney never make eggplant parmesan? I don't think so. I had eggplant-based dishes, and definitely eggplant okay. lasagna. Okay, she's made eggplant parmesan a couple times, but it's not her favorite. You should try, or ask Tommy about his recipe. I don't know if you just don't like it, period, but it was perhaps one of my favorite parmesan dishes. Like, yeah. I say that meaning, like, I've had veal parmesan, I've had chicken parmesan. Mm-hmm. This was, It was so good, and he said it's very simple, so... Yeah, Tommy's see, Tommy's chefing these days. Yeah, I've always thought of Tommy as a chef, but yeah, uh, I I really follow like at Bistro Michio <coughs> on Instagram. <laughs> I really like Sydney's eggplant parmesan. She's just not particularly proud of it. She okay. would rather make other dishes. So yeah, yeah, but no, I'm a big fan. Um, <clears throat> so spent some time at home. Got to actually, it was interesting. I was seizing the opportunity to drive back with uh, Tommy, but. Dad was visiting you, so right. I didn't get to see Dad. Um, I did get to have. Oh to yeah, with Mary. Dad was with me while you were home. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. So I got to visit with Mary. That was delightful. Um, got to go on some runs with some folks, uh, and yeah, most it was pretty low key. I was just hanging out with Bronson and Tommy, and uh, oh, there was an epic saga of uh, I baked a lot of bread i've I would assume so I've now baked three batches in a row where they came out pretty much perfect, so oh baby, I'm really feeling myself how's um, your how are your scoring how's your scoring abilities coming? yeah, so I did my first novel scoring pattern, one that I just thought this might look good, and I did it. You and it wrote worked. a novel on a loaf of bread yes, it was <laughs> chapter one um no, but yeah, so I've I feel like I've ironed out at least the logistics of making a loaf technically work, and I was just about to start like trying to hypothesize ways to like um, innovate with the bread. Yeah, and do new and exciting recipes. But I was a little bit daunted at that. And yeah. um, sometimes when you find success, it's good to just coast for a little bit. Yeah, but the bread game is pretty ruthless, so. You gotta stand. If you, don't, if you don't keep moving, you'll drown. Yeah, um, the okay. yeast will rise to conquer you. Um, oh no! But I. Oh, speaking of things rising to conquer others, I realized like I am become mole people, destroyer of podcasts, because I'm once again living in a basement. Oh, nice! <laughs> Ain't nobody beneath me coming to ruin this podcast. <laughs> Thank goodness! You now we looks only like, have to worry. Worry about those upstairs dwellers. Yeah, they go low. You go lower. That's what the Wilsons always <laughs> say. <laughs> <laughs> Lowest man wins. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but, sorry, what was I talking about before that? Bread. Um, one of my one of the running arcs was that Maddie, if you recall, um, we dated in high school for quite some time, and at one mm-hmm. point she stole one of my favorite tank tops. Okay. And I was crushed, um, but I would since gotten over it. But then it was brought up <laughs> recently, and uh, she said, "Oh, well, you gotta, you gotta have something to trade for this tank top." So I was like, "Well, I know your family loves bread. I could bake bake you a fresh loaf of bread." So this was built up for about a week and a half, me baking her a loaf of bread to get this tank top. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is not a innuendo or anything. No, um, <laughs> but I. Baked her a loaf of bread, we made the exchange, and then I finally got the tank top, I took a shower, and then was getting ready for the day that day, and then I put on the tank top and I was like, man, did did Maddie shrink this while she owned it? (laughs) It (laughs) not fit. And then I checked out and I saw, nope, it's just a medium. Yeah, I can't wear mediums anymore. So then I immediately texted her and was like, hey, yeah, I didn't realize it was a medium. It doesn't fit. You can have it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Like, this this tank top's come up a few times in, like, the, how long is it, six years since we've dated? Yeah. It's like a heavy plot point. Yeah, so it was more a joke at this point than anything else, but then once I finally got it back, just, oh, wait, no, yeah, this doesn't fit. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And just for, uh, to frame the story, it's like, you guys are amicable at this yeah. point. No, yeah. Yeah. Water under the Ye Old Bridge, but not like was, yeah, not like you're having awkward encounters over this tank top. <laughs> no, it was it was just extremely silly. But um mm-hmm. yeah, so that was the main main points of being home. I got Swensons; that was great. I destroyed oh, one oh, of the largest that, orders I've ever had. They have mac and cheese bites now. Ooh, dude, I've not had Swensons in a fat yeah. minute. Yeah, pepperjack mac and cheese bites. Oh baby. Yeah. No. It was, it was I might need to come one. home tonight or something. Um, yeah, but that concludes my home visit, and then honestly I came back here and I've just been vibing in Cincinnati yeah. since then. Nice. So, not too much to cover. I've been running a lot. Have classes started or? No, classes start next Monday. Okay. Cool. So i still got some time. Nice. Um, I have to tell you about the mosquitoes at my house. Okay. They hit They have been continuously disheveling me for the past week or so. So, like, I don't know. Usually mosquitoes in the evening, in the summer, it's, like, pretty bad, right? But for some reason, I don't know what changed recently or if something happened, but every time you step out the door, either our front door or our back door, you just get assailed by, like, scores of mosquitoes. And they're, like, big old fat mosquitoes. I don't know what kind of variant they are, but... It's like immediate complete coverage of like your legs and arms and you just have to like complete, like constantly smack them and um it's just terrible. Like I I came in from a bike ride and in the process of putting my bike in the shed and then um like coming back inside, I was like covered in blood when I came back inside. Oh jeez. From smacking mosquitoes all over me. Hey, better or worse? Okay, so rank it on the power scale of, um, Badlands Hike and, um, Salt Lake I don't remember Badlands Hike You don't remember when we were walking around, like, the upper plain and just flies coating our legs? Not really, I think it was worse, it's worse than that Okay But I remember Salt Lake, I feel like you can't be worse than that it felt like tall grass that was just literally like they were swimming but also those bugs weren't like biting these mosquitoes are coming for your blood yeah and it's terrible like all the whole time taylor was here every time we were going to go out to the car it's like we would all bunch up by the front door be like all right everybody ready you got the keys cars unlocked everyone have what we need okay cool go 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 and we like run out to the car get in as fast as possible And, like, even, no matter how fast you are, it's, like, five or six mosquitoes fly in the house every time you open the door. So, you have no idea why this is happening? No. Some people we've talked to are like, oh, yeah, I used to live in that area, it's bad. And I'm like, is there no solution? Like, can I just bug spray my entire lawn or something? Or, I don't know. Wait, I used to live in that area? You live in a new house. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's other houses around here, though. What? (laughs) I don't know what it is. We're, like, kind of close to the river. We're kind of close to a lake. Um, You live in a swamp. Yeah. I don't remember it being this bad last summer, though, so... Who knows? So that's one problem I'm dealing with. Yeah. But... hmm. What? I'm trying to think if there's any other big updates, because... um, A little... I don't know, behind BTS, I suppose, for the podcast, um, even this, we mentioned that we were both eating during this podcast, but, um, even this one was tenuous to happen. We're recording in the morning on a work day. Yeah. Uh, don't tell G.E. Hitachi, but, (laughs) um... I actually will be celebrating one of my friend's 21st birthdays today with a bar crawl that starts at noon, <laughs> because all of us have turned 21 during quarantine, and this is the first one where we're all in Cincinnati and some bars are open. It's about to ball out. Yeah, so it's going to be a little little rowdy, we're thinking. But uh, yeah, so coming up on 1136, I'm going to, It's <laughs> it's all starting very soon. Okay, I'll leave you with... How about I leave you with one more story? Lay it on me, Brian. Okay, so lately I've been taking a new approach to self-motivation, which I know is a topic that we've talked about before. So this is kind of a revisiting. We talked about, like, intrinsic motivation versus, like, external motivation now. Yeah. So, here's my current theory on the topic, is... Um, a good way to motivate yourself to do stuff is literally to just say it out loud. Okay, I like that. Either to yourself, even if it is just to yourself, I feel like saying it out loud makes it real and tangible mm-hmm. instead of just being in your head like thinking like, oh, I want to do this today. If you say out loud, like, I'm going to do this. Yeah. And it's like, you're like, well, I said I was going to do it. I like that. And it, that. Makes, it that. makes you feel more accountable to yourself. But then also... Um, I think it's good to have someone else in there, like, if you have a roommate, or just anybody else that's around, or even, mm-hmm. like, maybe call up a friend, I don't know. Or, like, soon. um, yeah, so, I wanted to get all of, I have a huge backlog of vlogs I want to get done. Yeah. Um, but I also like to play Minecraft in my free time, and I have a project in Minecraft now that I'm really excited I'm about. I'm podcasting! <laughs> you will never be forgiven. <laughs> Um, I have a project in Minecraft that I'm excited about and really want to work on, but it's taking away from my vlog time, and I'm like, I want to get these vlogs done too, I just don't, I'm not as motivated to do them. So I said out loud to Sydney, I was like, Sydney, I'm making a vow that I will not play Minecraft until the Zion vlogs are done. And she's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I made that vow out loud, and I told Sydney, and now I'm like, I can't play Minecraft. Yeah, I'm like I can't play Minecraft because Sydney's gonna give me. I told Sydney I would do this, and whether Sydney cares or not, I feel held accountable by her knowing. Mm-hmm. So, no, that, that's I like my, that. I also my um, current self motivation theory. Yeah, I had a similar realization recently that uh, I know I always have known that I'm a verbal processor, mm-hmm. um, or at least I don't say things right on the first draft. It's like a lot of times I think out loud, but I didn't realize yeah. how. Um, inept I was at internal processing because (laughs) I've started to realize I can feel like kind of gross about something for a very long time but then if I get to actually say something about that out loud to somebody I make far more progress so quickly it's just something I've realized but I think it helps yeah, um, and then we'll I had another revelation. I think about how I behave in social circumstances, but we don't need to dig into that. It kind of sounds like things are starting to rev up on your end. <laughs> yeah, it's getting a little buck wild over here already. So, All right. <laughs> so my a short episode for the, for the rushed podcast, but we had to do something. We had to yeah. get back on the horse. Mm-hmm. It's okay, short episode, but we squeezed it in. Yeah, um, yeah. It's amazing to me how short a forty-five minute conversation with you feels now. No, yeah, I, like, honestly, a little bit of a closing note, I really did miss talking to you, like, it, it, I know, calling you once a week has made it more apparent when we don't talk for a week. Yeah, and then I felt kind of bad, because you did call me a couple times, but I was either, like, with, throughout all of my travels and having visitors to our house, I've had very little Brian time, Yeah. so both times when you called me, um, I answered, When I was in the middle of my very limited Brian time, so I wasn't very apt to talk. If you noticed, I was kind of like short answers and stuff. I was doing other things. Let's be honest, the last conversation we had, I wasn't bringing a lot to the table either. (laughs) (laughs) They were prime podcast content, but yeah, yeah, at any time, I don't think both of us were really there for the conversation at any given time, but I did get to hear about a special luke some milk and some oh, other geez. things yeah i'll have to bring up luke some milk next podcast <laughs> yeah because i, I want to rehash that that was a good one yeah a little bit of a teaser for next week luke some milk coming yeah. at you um but i'm thinking well i don't i don't even have time for emails right now man it's wild but uh, <laughs> another we'll another that. thing that was part of my disheveledness and yeah. or or also just kind of makes me sad not sad but i'm just like uh, I don't even know. It's not affecting my mood too much. Don't worry, people. In three weeks, we didn't get a single email. <laughs> oh, man. I guess yeah. if we're not podcasting, though, people don't have things to write in about, so maybe it's our own fault. Yeah, I think we'll lose that battle of attrition. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's our show for this week. Thank you for tuning in. We apologize for the gap, but we love and missed all of you, but not more than each other. Because not only are we brothers, but we are also best friends Ugh. <laughs> I was just gonna say we're all so like in love or something <laughs> nope that's the season finale um, so sorry I'm trying to make the wrap up shorter you can email us at weeklywilsonpod at gmail.com uh, we know you've been saving them up for the past three weeks but seriously don't be shy send them all in your stockpile but we will talk to you next week, hopefully for longer. Um, but until the end of next week, unless otherwise noted, his name's Brian Wilson, my name's Jay Wilson, and this has been The Weekly Wilson. scoobobbity Bobity bop boo bop bee bop ski bop boo ski bop bee bop bop Nice crescendo in that one. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, uh, if you noticed, If I Ain't Got You by Alicia Keys. Oh, no, I didn't pick that up. Smacks. I rediscovered it. So good. <laughs> I, I need to put a disclaimer here at the end of the episode, too, because, so next week, we'll definitely do a long one, get through any emails people have, tell all our stories, mm. except for the fact that Hannah is visiting us next weekend. Oh. So if we don't get it, get to it that weekend then we can do it the weekend after except for the fact that i'm going to oregon to run the hood to coast relays that weekend dude so if we don't do it then then we can do it the week after so basically this was just a 45 minute podcast in the middle of another three week gap yeah because then after that i guess that's actually the next the last week that i'm home before i go on my next outage which ironically we're pretty good at hitting pods on the outage yeah We'll we'll check the calendar. It'll it'll be fine.